and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Uh, today we're going to talk about driving license checks uh, and are they being done properly. So who wants to start then? Well, yeah, maybe, I think. Uh, do you know what? It's unusual for us all to be together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a few weeks. It's been dodging in and out a little bit uh, the last few weeks, haven't we? It's Definitely been busy. But, I, I must say, I'm really enjoying this fifth wheel five minute format. Wheel, I think it's brilliant. Minutes. Yeah, it's punchy. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so driving license checks. Well, um, it was actually something, and I'm going to give a shout out here. Um, Mike Voyle at Logistics UK. Tried, oh, tried to catch, Mike Voyle, yeah. Yes. Tried to catch me out on this one when yes. he when he done Jamie's and my interview. Do you remember? So there's been a recent case. Uh, background on this, there's been a recent case, uh, and I should have more details for it, but I don't. But if you reach out to me in the show notes, you're more than welcome to, and I will find the actual case. But it's along the lines of a previously convicted drink driver uh, was found as part of a license check to have had a drink driving conviction, which had expired. Uh, the means by which the operator had found that information was by using readily available information to him, which was the driver's license number, the national insurance number, and the driver's postcode. He's then seen the driving license check, and he has withdrawn his offer for a job. Yeah. Therefore, the driver who is rehabilitated under current UK law um, has essentially gone, well, that's a breach of GDPR, I'm not having that, and has gone to, I think it got as high as the traffic commissioner, um, and essentially, I believe he sued the company for wrongful, yeah, it would have been wrongful damaged non-employment yeah, damages. Yeah. So that's the situation, and I know certainly from people I've been speaking to in the industry, this it's a, it's a hot topic, I think, for the, the, the ensuing six months driver license checking and making sure that operators are doing it properly, because... In reality, we know a lot, a lot of them aren't because they're the readily available. The majority of them aren't, yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. Um, so th- there's a risk with the DVLA site. You are allowed. You are allowed to follow the check code process where a driver raises raise, raises a code. But the challenge often is is that drivers might be a little bit technically challenged. They might struggle to do that. And that's and the therefore- big. That's the big, isn't it? It's easier sometimes for an operator to go, "Give me your details. I'll do it." Yes, yeah. that is the, that is the challenge, and that is the challenge. And has there been some type of mandate form been signed? Yeah, on that mandate, a lot of operators say to me, yeah, "I can do it because because the driver signed a mandate." Well, those mandates are only applicable where you're using a third party provider to check your driver's licenses. So, a, a mandate to use the DVLA site it just doesn't exist. There's no such thing. You can't get the driver's permission to do it in the manner that you describe it to me as. And uh, it, you know, a lot of operators are not aware of that. And as you say, Jamie, with, with the drivers, you know, maybe technically being challenged or time even, that it's easier to do that uh, than it is to do, to go through the proper channels, don't you think? Yeah, I definitely think, I th- the recommendation is, 
you know, I've just signed up one of our operators to Checkmaster. Uh, it's 80p a check per driver. It's done as well, and it saves time. You know, it? it's worth that. And it's on, on one mandate, multiple checks. It saves time, it saves effort. Obviously, there's a bit of time in setting it up, but... You know, the, the, the software, whether it's Checkmaster, there are others available. I know RHA have got their own check system as well. A lot of them piggyback off each other. Yeah. There's essentially an API key where the software draws out the data that is relevant for you to be able to check. So there's no breaches, there's no challenges to GDPR. You've got a mandate in, in, in process, and I think it shows that you're a legitimate and caring operator for, for your drivers. Absolutely, and and you know it's 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 I I had a very real experience of this. I uh, moved house not too long ago and got a, a, a phone a van hire company up, and the guy said, "Well, all I need now is your uh, your date of birth, your postcode, and your national insurance." And I said, "What do you want that for?" He said, "I'm checking your license." I'm not like that, you know. And uh, I, I kind of put him right, but we agreed to disagree. He said that's what he's done in that's what they do in the hire industry. Uh, I said not not using that method. So it is, it is pretty evident out there that, that people are not aware of those two systems. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully this podcast helps to raise awareness of that fact as well. So, yeah, if you need any help with uh, with for license checking, please do give us a shout. Anyway, we're more than happy to offer our advice. Absolutely. Difficult subject, driver licensing. More to it than meets the eye. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, just quickly, whilst we're on it, I know we were going to stop there, but just quickly, driver license checking, how regularly should we do it? Ooh. Risk-based, Ooh. I always say. Risk-based? Yeah. What do you recommend? Yeah. Risk-based, uh, but at least uh, at least annually, I would, I would have said. But risk-based yeah. is the way to do it. Lots and lots of people out there think that there's some sort of law or decree that we should do it every six months or three months. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you guys, risk-based. Yeah. So I've just, I, literally, I was just checking, I was uploading Checkmaster for this said customer, and uh, the DVA, the DVSA recommended is four monthly, apparently. That's Ooh, what's green, that that's what's green on there. Yeah, yeah. Four, four, it surprised me. Yeah. Um, but certainly, we use fours, and, and the fours-based risk process that we use, up to 3.6 monthly, yeah. um, four to eight points, uh, three monthly, and then nine points and over potentially more regularly yeah. at monthly, yeah, monthly something like that yeah. to keep an eye to make sure and I think that's a, that's probably a fair a fair process Definitely. and the large majority of your fleet will then be a six monthly check won't they because yeah. most people are, are really great very, yeah very very rarely get people with those amount of support yeah so. brilliant okay thank you very much gents see you soon cheers bye. bye I hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please share with your friends and colleagues too join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development networking and mentoring too so get in touch with me Pete Rushmer on any social media platform to find out more